Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody, on this Resurrection Sunday morning. Oh, isn't our God great? Hallelujah, that he saw fit to touch us with the finger of mercy and love and to allow us to see another day where the Lord's spirit can resurrect afresh and anew in the lives of others and in the lives of believers and saints. We just praise God for all that he is doing. Hallelujah, God. I know that y'all are surprised to hear us on the air at 9 a.m. in the morning, but we bless God. We have just come out of three days of silence and honor and respect for the sacrifice that Christ made for us. And the word of God tells us that he laid for three days and three nights in the grave, but on that third morning, hallelujah, God, that he woke up with all power in his hand, and guess what, y'all, today is the day that we remember that God got up, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, we are going to start off this 2021 Resurrection Sunday worship experience with praise and worship So we are going to have our very own Minister of Music, Sister Adrian, um, MS Understanding Island, come before us in song. And right after that, Minister Dominique Hudson is going to come to us in um, opening prayer. Amen. So we are going to have Sister Adrian to minister to us through music first, and then Minister Dominique Hudson is going to come and lead us to the throne of glory. Amen. Sister Adrian.
Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God for this day. We give him all the glory and all the honor. I've blessed God for Sister Adrian for the beautiful music she had played. It was so beautiful. I, I was I was thinking I was going to hear her voice, but to hear her play the instrument was so beautiful. It made me think of the way that David would play before the Lord and give praises and honor God with the gifts that he has given him and just praising and worshiping. So I pray that you will stand on foundation, that you will stand up and pray. All those who, who can stand, stand. Give God the glory and the honor this morning. So lift your hands up, lift your heart up, and open your mouth. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just tell you thank you for this day. We give you all the honor and all the praise. You deserve the glory. We say thank you, Lord, for thinking of us even when we were sinners to send your only begotten son, that he will be crucified for our sins. Amen. And that he will rise on this third day, knowing that we can rise from whatever sin that we are in, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we tell you thank you for simply being God. We say thank you for just simply being truthful in who you are. We say thank you for not being man because you cannot lie. We say thank you for fulfilling your promises, Lord. Father God, we say thank you that we can see your glory this morning, Lord. We say thank you for the little things, like the toes on our feet, Lord. We say thank you. For the, hand, the fingers on our hand, we say thank you for this beating heart. We say thank you for this breath in our lungs, Lord. We give you the glory, Lord. We give you the honor, Lord. We give you the praise, Lord. Father God, that we can shout and scream, holy, holy. That we can say thank you, Lord, for rising from the grave. We say thank you because death cannot hold you back. We say thank you, Lord. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, Lord. We come here just to tell you thank you, Lord. We can ask the way, but we say thank you because we know that it is you that we are standing here, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. And may you be pleased and may you be honored with this praise. May you be honored and pleased with us, Lord. We ask that you will guide and lead us as we are coming from Holy Week, that we will continue to walk in holiness, Lord. Father God, we ask that you will bless the airways, Lord, that you will Bless wherever we are standing. Bless us from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet, Lord. We tell you thank you, Lord. We give you all the honor. Don't just stop thanking God today. Continue to thank God. Continue to praise and thank Jesus Christ. So in the name of Jesus, we pray amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry. Go. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, Sister Adrian. Take us to the throne. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases. People are slipping away. The economy's down. People can't get enough pay. As for me, all I can say is, Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. The folks without homes live out in them streets. And the drug habits, some say that they just can't beat. With muggers and robbers, no place seems to be safe. 
but he'll be your protection every step of the way. And we want to say thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Oh, oh, it could have been me outdoors with no food or no clothes or just alone without a friend or another number with a tragic end. But you didn't see fit to let none of these things be because every day with your power, you keep on blessing me. And I want to say thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And I want to say thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And I want to say thank you, Lord, for all you've done. want to thank you for love and thank you for power and for protection every hour. want to thank you for love. want to thank you for protection and for guidance and direction. And we say, thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And I want to say, thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And I want to say, thank you, Lord, God, for all you've done for Thank you for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, Jesus, Holly, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the beat down you took for me. Thank you for the life you laid down for me. But more importantly, Lord, we say thank you, hallelujah, God, for getting up bright and early on that resurrection morning. Hallelujah, God. We praise you. Glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We are going to have the scripture reading by Minister Dominique Hudson, and then we're going to be ministered to through song once again by our minister and music sister Adrian Allen, and then we will be coming back with the preached word. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. If you can open up your Bibles and if you could stand, I know we are in our homes and it's a little comfortable, but if we can declare the ground that we stand on, that it is holy ground. Amen. And read in the name of Jesus from Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 9. Amen. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain and certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared, but they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. They went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened, as they were greatly perplexed about this, that, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, They said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember 
How Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified the third day rising again. And they remembered his word. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven, to all and to all the rest. In Jesus' name, may these words be powerful and bless your heart in the name of Jesus. Sister Adrian. I came to tell you of a story about a king who went back to glory. It happened a long time ago. I just feel everybody ought to know how they took him to Pilate's home. He stood there, humble and tall. Pilate said, in this man, I find no fault. Yet they still let him to the cross and they pierced him in his hands and I'm told the many people they cried and with a crown of thorns on his head don't you know my god profusely bled then they laid him in a tomb i'm told the whole world was dark and gloom but then on the third day he arose now he lives forevermore Jesus purchased my salvation way back on Calvary Street conquered sin death in the grave just because because he loves yeah, Jesus, he loves me. Yeah, Jesus loves me. 
Jesus loves me for the Bible tells me Jesus purchased my salvation way back on Calvary Street. He conquered sin, death in the Just because, just because, just because, because he loved me. Amen. 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 Just because. He loved me. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. 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 And of every song that she sung, the favorite song, favorite song that I heard her go into in the melody was one that we were taught as children. I wish I could sing like her. I know I'm not going to do it any justice, but I just feel it in my spirit just one more time. Yeah, Jesus. Loves me, oh yeah, Jesus loves me, hallelujah God, yeah, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. How many of you know that Jesus loves you this morning? How many of you know that he loves you so much that he laid his life down on an old rugged cross on Gagatha's Hill, Calvary Hill, over 2,000 years ago? How many of you know that he loves you so much that he did not stay in the grave, but three days later he bust death hell in the grave wide open? And the word of God tells us he got up, but not only did he just get up, he got up with all power power in his hand. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. We glorify you. We magnify you, God. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, God. We thank you. We praise you. Glory. Hallelujah, God. We thank Minister Adrian Allen and Minister Dominique Hudson for praise and worship and for just ushering us into the presence of God this morning. Hallelujah, God. And as we go into God's word this morning, usually right here, I would give the spill and introduction of who I am and all of that. But this morning, I need you to know who I am is of no importance. What is important is who God is. So just so that you can't say that I did not introduce myself, this morning I just came to let you know that I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save 
anybody. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm trying to get to the scripture and the sermon this morning. Hallelujah, God. But there's just a praise in my belly. There's a praise on the inside, as the songwriter said, that I can't keep to myself. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. We glory for hallelujah, God. I hope wherever you are, you're in your praise. Your raise out of your situation is in your praise this morning. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of God tells us that when the praises go up, the blessings come down. Hallelujah, God. But more importantly, he said that he inhabits Hallelujah, the praises of his people. Ah, God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God, we glorify you. We magnify you. We lift you up. Your spirit fall afresh wherever we are this morning, Father God. Let your spirit fall afresh under the sound of my voice, Father. Touch homes, touch lives, touch families this morning, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, God. God, we glorify you, Father. Rise afresh up in the lives of someone this morning, Father. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. We glorify you. We surrender to your will, Father. We surrender to your way, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, toil the soil of our minds this morning, Father, that your word will fall on good ground. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, 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 God, that your word will fall on good ground, Father, and take root and grow into good fruit-bearing trees. Hallelujah, God. In the mighty name name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, God. As I surrender myself to your will this morning, Father, have your way in the name of Jesus, Father. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, God. We ask, Lord, that you will allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We glorify you, Father. We magnify you, Father. We exalt you, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing that's falling today, Father God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Healing over people's bodies this morning, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for deliverance that's taking place. Hallelujah, God. Deliverance right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. People being held down by bondage of lust. Father, we bring it to you in the name of Jesus. We speak deliverance, Father. People held down and bound by addictions, Father. We give it to you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Troubled minds this morning, Father. We speak deliverance in the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, God. Yeah, God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, Jesus. I praise you. I glorify you, Father. Hallelujah, Father. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray this morning. Amen. Amen. 
and amen. Hallelujah, God. I just count it an honor and a blessing to be here with you this morning and just to share and worship in remembrance of what God has done through Christ Jesus. Amen. And, you know, a few days ago as we were getting ready for this season, I was out with my grandchildren uh, and we had went out to lunch and I had noticed something as we were out to lunch. They had given the younger grandchildren these placemats. And without a thought, the first thing they all did was they turned over their placemats. And they looked for this game called Connect the Dots. And everybody that had the placemat immediately went to complete the Connect the Dots. Now, if you aren't sure what connect the dots are, I'll quickly explain. It's a series of dots that's usually numbered. And at first glance, it just looks like a bunch of dots and numbers. However, when you connect the dots in the right order, a beautiful picture begins to emerge. Amen. (laughs) And I laugh to myself at how much I realized that children, I don't care who they are, how old they are, and even some adults, they love to play connect the dots. Now, something else happened that day, that same exact day, as I was driving home from um, the restaurant. Now, the funny part is that one thing had nothing to do with the other, yet the instance, the instances were um sort of related to each other, and we're going to make that plain in a second. Now, as we were driving home, I pulled up to a red light, and there were people in the car next to me who were having a conversation that I could not help but to overhear. Now, please understand, I overheard their conversation because they were loud. They were not arguing, but they were loud. Anyway, the passenger was trying to explain to the driver that the resurrection was not real. If anything, it was metaphorical. And they wanted to know, you know, like, how, how, do you, how can you believe this? What, what is making you really feel like he really got up from the grave? And, and that, that was the passenger's viewpoint. And the driver was trying to explain that Jesus actually rose from the dead. And I could hear both of them as they were discussing their points at at the red light, and I could hear the driver trying to make her points and state her facts, and that's when I realized the connection between my grandchildren playing Connect the Dots and this conversation that I was overhearing, and the problem was that the driver had done with all of her points and facts, she had basically placed a whole bunch of dots in numbers before the person. The dots were her points and the facts were her numbers. But because she was not connecting the dots, hallelujah, God, using the word of God, the passenger could only see a bunch of dots in numbers, and the picture never came in clear for them. Hallelujah. They just saw the dots in numbers. And this resurrection morning, God is telling me to come and connect the dots. Amen. <clears throat> now, Minister Dominique, Dominique read the um, recount of the resurrection story of Jesus in the book of Luke, um, and we're going to get back to that in a minute. But 
what I was instructed to inform you of this morning is about the blessings or gifts that we receive because Jesus got up. Amen. Now, the scripture reading does tie into our sermon today, but I'm going to be coming from another scripture just to connect all the dots. Amen. The scripture is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we are going to be reading from verses 12 through 20. Again, that is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we will be reading through verses uh, 12 through 20. And it reads as follows. It says, Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain? And your faith is also vain? Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be, that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain. Ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which have fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. I love the 20th verse because the 20th verse says, but now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. Now, y'all know me. I'm going to always go to the message version to make sure that everybody understands what we just read. Again, same scripture, message version, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 12 through 20. The message version reads, now let me ask you something profound yet troubling. If you became believers because you trusted the proclamation that Christ is alive, risen from the dead, how can you let people say that there is no such thing as a resurrection? If there's no resurrection, there's no living Christ. And face it, if there's no resurrection for Christ, everything we've told you is smoke and mirrors, and everything you staked your life on is smoke and mirrors. Not only that, but we would be guilty of telling a string of barefaced lies about God. All these affidavits we passed on to you verifying that God raised up Christ would be sheer fabrications if there's no resurrection. If corpses can't be raised, then Christ wasn't because he was indeed dead. And if Christ wasn't raised, then all you're doing is wandering about in the dark as lost as ever. It's even worse for those who died hoping in Christ in the resurrection because they've already gone to their grave. If all we get out of Christ is a little inspiration for a few short years, we're a pretty sorry lot. But the truth is, that Christ has been raised up, hallelujah, God, the first in the long legacy of those who are going to leave the cemetery. Amen. And again, we read First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, verses 12 through 20, and we know that the word of the Lord is already blessed. Now, as I said, Minister Dominique read to us 
the uh, resurrection account of Jesus rising from the grave and what happened when the uh, Mary Magdalene and Mary and the disciples all got there, although it was at different times, basically summarizing that they got there and found the tomb empty. Amen? Um, so we know that he had gotten up. And so many times what happens is that on this time of the year, theologians, theologians, I'm sorry, we begin to talk about the gift of the resurrection, and we stay stuck with that one gift, the gift of life. And don't take me wrong, the gift of life is an important gift, but what God is telling me to let you know is that there are some other gifts that we obtain at the resurrection, hallelujah, God. There are some other things that we get because Jesus got up. And we don't have to wait until death to obtain it. Ha, ha. Hallelujah, God. We can have it right now. When we talk about obtaining eternal life and we talk about when we uh, finally get to be in the presence of God and what I'm trying to get you to understand, what God is trying to show you this morning is that because Jesus got up, you can be in his presence right now. Hallelujah, God. You don't have to wait for uh eternity future to come into fruition, you can be in the presence of God right now. My prayer for us this morning is that we who are saved, and this is just God reminding us that he has given us certain gifts, I pray that you remember what it felt like to receive these gifts that we are about to talk about and walk in the power thereof. Amen? And for those who are saved that didn't even realize that these gifts existed or that your soul even desires it, I pray that you receive these gifts and walk in the power thereof. Amen? And For that soul that may be listening that doesn't know the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, I pray that these gifts that we discussed this morning gives you a desire to want to come to him and that you would see the risen and living Jesus as the answer to those longings in your life and that in doing so, you would be satisfied in him and he would be glorified in you. Amen? For the truth of the matter is that if you are not saved, then these gifts that I'm about to talk about really means nothing to you. But if you choose to walk with Jesus and give your life to him, these gifts are yours and so much more, that these would all that I pray that uh, uh, we will all feel these six longings that I believe are rooted in every human heart. Amen. I believe that there are six things that are rooted in every human heart, in every person. Everyone is worried about what happens when you die because we know it's appointed unto man once to die. Everyone is worried about that guilt that they feel when they've done wrong or that guilt stain, that sinful nature in them. Amen. And and some of us may not even be willing to admit that we deal with it, but uh, we know that all men do because according to God's word, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So I'm just using that for an example. But when we look at this particular scripture, Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, what we realize is that Paul is letting you know 
that even in those times, very close to the resurrection of Jesus Christ, people were trying to say, say that there was no resurrection. Amen? They were trying to say that the resurrection was not real or that it was metaphorical or that it did not happen. And the funny part is that some of the people that were trying to say this were people who believed that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. They believed that he was the son of God. They just did not believe for whatever reason that he rose from the grave. There are people out there that walk amongst us today like that. They believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. They believe that he's coming back again. Some of them even believe that he's the son of God. They just don't believe that he laid his life down on the cross. And more importantly, they don't believe that he has been raised up again. Now, somebody's saying, why is that important? Well, we're going to connect some dots in a second. Amen. Now, what we find right here is that in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul basically lets them know that there are six things that would be in total shambles if Christ did not rise from the dead. Amen. Then after he says there are six things that would be in total shambles, he then goes back to verse with verse 20 and reverses all of the entire paragraph before it because he says, but in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. So let's look at these six things. In verse 14, it says, if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain. But since Christ has been raised, our preaching is not in vain. Verse 14 says, if Christ has not been raised, then our faith would be in vain. But since Christ has been raised, our faith is not in vain. Verse 15 tells us, if Christ had not been raised, We are found to be misrepresenting God. We are literally false witnesses and blasphemers against God. But since Christ has been raised, the apostles are not false witnesses. We are not false witnesses about the work of God. Verse 17 says, if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. But since Christ has been raised, we are not still in our sins. This is the argument that Paul is putting out to the people. He said in verse 18, if Christ has not been raised, then those who fell asleep in Christ have just truly perished. It's all over for them. They're done. But we know that since Christ has been raised, the dead in Christ have not perished. If Christ has not been raised, then we are all men most to be pitied. In other words, we look like a bunch of fools believing in the fairy tale. But because Christ has been raised, we are not to be pitied. So in other words, had Christ not been raised from the dead, we who profess Jesus Christ would be blasphemous liars, still in the stench and dwelling of our sins with false witnesses about a hope in something that doesn't exist. But the beauty of it is that Jesus did rise from the dead. Now, I know these six things don't sound much as a gift because I stated that we are going to talk about the six or the gifts that we receive, amen, that we receive through 
the resurrection. And I know that they may not have sounded like gifts, but they didn't sound like gifts because in Paul's dealing with the Corinthians at this particular time, he was taking their negative statement and trying to argue the point of what it would look like had Christ not been risen up. So he was basically responding to a negative with a negative, amen, because when he would get to, but because Christ did do, it was not in. And according to the English structure, when you put the word not into a sentence, you begin to make it negative. So Paul was taking a negative and adding negative statements to bring about a positive situation. Amen. Somebody's going to get that in a minute because the word of God tells us that, I'm sorry, math tells us that a negative plus a negative turns into a positive. Amen. So let's look really quickly at what happens when we take these statements that seem as if they are negative, but they are still yet truth. And see what happens when we turn them into a positive. Amen. So I'm going to switch the order around in which I read them because when you come into the resurrection saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, what you find out is that the resurrection starts meeting our needs. There is a kind of pattern that fits our experience, and I want us to follow the pattern as we connect the dots of the gifts of the resurrection. Amen? Hallelujah, God. And again, before I go into these gifts, I want you to remember that I started with These are all longings that every man has in the core of their being. Some people might not even realize that they, oh, no, not me, but the word of God says we all have sinned. Amen. The word of God says that he has given the gift of life unto all of us. So there are some core things in us. And the first thing that we're, the first dot we are going to connect says, and the first gift that we get is we receive the forgiveness for our sins. Amen. First, from verse 17, it says, instead of saying negatively that we are not still in our sins, we can say positively that because of the resurrection, we are forgiven for our sins. So the first gift that you get is forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah, God. We put that first as the basic need and longing of our hearts because if God holds our sins against us and we all have sinned, then there is no hope of anything else from God. The foundation for every other blessing from God is that God won't hold our sins against us. Everything hangs and is hinges on forgiveness. Amen. How is the resurrection connected to our forgiveness? Isn't it the death of Jesus that takes away our sins because he bore our sins and took our judgment? Read 1 Corinthians 15 and 3. The connection with the resurrection is very important. Romans 4 and 25 puts it like this. He was handed over to death on account of our transgressions, and he was raised on account of our justification. Hallelujah, God. Read that in Romans 4 and 25. He was handed over to death on account of our transgressions, but God raised him from the dead on account of our justification. That means that by his death, he paid the penalty for our sins and purchased our acquittal, our justification, our forgiveness. Hallelujah, God. And since the achievement 
of the cross was so complete and the work of our justification so decisive. Hallelujah. God raised Jesus from the dead to validate our forgiveness and to vindicate his son's righteousness and to celebrate the work of justification. Hallelujah. Everybody that hears my voice under the sound of my voice this morning knows that they need forgiveness deep on the inside. Even those of us who are saved, we we mess up every day. Hallelujah, God. We always need to come to the Father looking for uh, forgiveness and in repentance. We long to be accepted by God. We fear the alienation of our guilt. But Paul says, because Christ rose from the dead, we are no longer in our sins. This is the first and most basic longing of our hearts in the first gift of God because of the resurrection. Hallelujah, God. Second, our faith is well-founded. Hallelujah. Verse 14, instead of saying negatively that our faith is not in vain, we can say positively that because of the resurrection, our faith is well-founded. Or to put it more personally, because of the resurrection of Jesus, there is someone who we can trust Absolutely. Hallelujah, God. In today's time, they're trying to teach the young people that there is no such thing as an absolute. There is no such thing as something that will always come out in the same manner as it did before. But I need you to know that despite what they are teaching you in the schools, we do have an absolute, and we have an absolute in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. We have an absolute in our Savior. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. I believe that deep in the heart of everybody, they're looking for somebody they can trust. Hallelujah. Everybody wants somebody that they can say they can depend on. Hallelujah. Someone who, if they were to put their trust and faith in them, they know it wouldn't be in vain. Everybody wants somebody who they know won't let them down. Everybody wants somebody that will always be there no matter what. We want it because we were made and created for it. Amen. God put man and woman in the Garden of Eden to glorify God by trusting him for everything they needed. Amen. Hallelujah. That need has never changed, even in spite of sin. We still have a desire, hallelujah, God, to be on a firm foundation, to be on sure footing, hallelujah, and now that we are no longer in our sins, this longing to be satisfied by the resurrection of Jesus, the death of Jesus proves his love for us, and the resurrection proves his power over every enemy of life, hallelujah, his power over every enemy of life, hallelujah, God, and so there is someone that we can count on, hallelujah, there is someone that is our absolute hallelujah. There is someone that the word of God tells us can stick closer than any brother. Hallelujah, God. There is someone that is better than any friend, a friend like no friend. Hallelujah, God. There is someone who will be a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless. Hallelujah, God. There is someone who will be our sure 
foundation, someone who will never let you down, and his name is Jesus. And because Jesus is alive, he can be trusted, hallelujah, God, on a sure foundation. Galatians 2 and 20 says, the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, hallelujah, When you get to a place where you can say that the life you live, you live through Jesus Christ and by faith in Jesus Christ, hallelujah, God, what you are saying is that I have a sure foundation, that this thing is set in stone, this thing is certified, this thing has been stamped and approved, hallelujah, God. You know, if you get a certified check, that means that, Whatever amount is on that check, (laughs) the bank is saying we certify that that money will be available when the person who the check was given to cashes it in or turns it in for payment. Hallelujah. I need you to know we have been given a spiritual certified check. Hallelujah, God, that has been stamped and signed in the blood of Jesus Christ and stamped with the approval of God. Hallelujah. That when we hand it in, the price says paid in full. What was paid in full are guilt, sins, and stain. Paid in full are justification. Paid in full are glorification. Paid in full are salvation. Paid in full. Hallelujah, God. Because he rose, we have a sure foundation. Hallelujah. The third gift that we receive that we can walk in is that we know that our testimony is true, amen, because we walk with him who is truth, amen, hallelujah, God. It said in verse 15, instead of saying negatively that the apostles are not false witnesses about the work of God, we can say positively that because of the resurrection, we preach what is true. We bear witness to that which is true. Hallelujah, God. How many of us are willing to stand up and just speak on truth because of Jesus Christ? How many of us are willing to stand up and say, I don't care who you are, how old you are, where you live in that. If you having premarital sex and you're not married, it's a sin. Hallelujah, God. It's a sin for everybody. Hallelujah, God. That's God's word. How many of us are willing to stand up and say that in mixed company? How many of us are willing to stand up in today's society and say, baby, guess what? I love you. God loves you. But homosexuality is wrong. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you agree with me or don't agree with me. According to God's word, it's wrong. It's wrong if you like it. It's wrong if you don't. It's wrong. I don't care how you break it down. The problem that we have is nobody wants to stand on the truth. And it's hard to stand on the truth when you're trying to stand on the truth, separated from the truth. Hmm. Somebody going to get that word of God. Jesus said in the word of God that he was the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. It's hard to stand on the truth if you won't walk with the truth. And if Jesus said he is the truth, then you have to be willing to walk with Jesus to be able to sustain that you are standing on the truth. Amen. (laughs) Somebody's going to get that. John chapter 14, verse 6. It says, and then he rose from the dead to vindicate 
his claim. Amen. Now I said, and when I was, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm, I'm getting excited. Thank you, Jesus. When he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, that comes from John chapter 14 and 6. But when he rose from the dead, he vindicated the claim that he was the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus has a right to tell us what absolute truth is because in the resurrection, God proved him to be the absolute truth. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. So we learned that three gifts thus far. We learned that we have a firm foundation. We learned that our sins were forgiven. We learned that we were given truth. Hallelujah. Not uh, somebody's thought or good opinion, but we were handed the truth. Now, verses 4 uh, uh, gifts four and five sort of go hand in hand, and it is uh, because in verse 19 it says, instead of saying negatively that we are not to be pitied or that we have no hope, we can say positively that because of the resurrection, uh, because of the resurrection, we are to be envied. Hallelujah, God! Somebody said, "Oh no, envy is a sin. We're not supposed to be jealous. We're not talking about that type of envy." What we're saying is that our preaching is not in vain, our testimony is not in vain, that our walk is not in vain. It is full, meaningful, valid, viable, and significant. Hallelujah. And it is all of that because Christ had risen from the grave. Hallelujah. If Christ is not raised and living for him, doing what he says, following his will, it's just a great delusion. It's a trick. It's a waste of your time. We should be looked at as if we are silly and crazy and all of that other stuff if he had not been raised from the grave. But since he has been raised and sister dominique read the story to us earlier that on the first morning before the s-u-n got up the s-o-n got up hallelujah god and because he got up hallelujah god we know that we are not to be pitied but we are to be envied because we walk in the favor of god and i don't mean again envied in a way of jealousy but we should be walking in the favor of god in such a way that those who do not know god are now drawn to him because they need to get a piece of what we got hallelujah god i don't know how she does it i don't know how he does it Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to share this story, and and that'll bring it home easier for us. Uh, I was somewhere one day, and I was short um, at the store, and I I was about $10 short, and a young person was behind me that I used to work with, and they asked, you know, Miss Toy, do you have it? I can give it to you if you need it. And they sort of snickered to themselves, and I said, what's wrong? They said, Miss Toy, you know, we always thought you had so much money, and here I need to lend something to you. And I said, wow, what would make you think that? And what they said was, it's just the way that you, you walk. It's the way you do things. It's the way you carry yourself. You would never think that you would be short. And what I had to explain to them is that what you see that you think is wealth in me is not wealth in me. It's Christ in me. Mm. Hallelujah, God. It's the favor of God in my life. Hallelujah, God. 
It's the way that God chooses to bless me. Hallelujah, God. It's the way that God chooses to walk with me, how he chooses to talk with me, how he chooses to show out for me, and he can show out for each and every one of you. Hallelujah, God. But you must walk in a relationship with him. Hallelujah, God. What that envy means is that people want that Christ that they see in you. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. There is in every one of us a longing that our lives will be spent, that our lives will count for something, that they will have significance and usefulness, that we don't come to the end of our days and say it was all in vain, empty, pointless, useless, insignificant, or pitiable. That's why when Paul gets down to, uh, in this chapter, that's why when Paul gets down to verse 58 in this chapter, he tells us um, to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Hallelujah. Not in vain. That's the longing of our lives. Oh, Lord, let it not be misspent. Lord, let our lives not be in vain. Hallelujah. Let me not come to the end of my days about to go to the grave and feel like I've wasted it. Hallelujah, God. But what I'm here to tell you is that when you have Christ in you because he has risen in you, everything that is done in his name, everything that's done for his name, none of it can be in vain. If it was done in his name, by his strength, and for his glory, it is not in vain. It is actually enviable, significant, viable, and eternal. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. And the third, the sixth gift that we get, I'm sorry, through the resurrection is that we get the promise of life everlasting. Hallelujah. We get the significance of knowing that those who have fallen asleep in Christ are not dead, but yet that they are alive, that we not come to an empty end after a full and voluble life, that we not become a zero or worse, damned to hell. And so Paul says in verse 18 that because Christ is rise or has rise, those who have fallen asleep in him, those who have died in faith have not perished, or positively they are alive. They will live forevermore. They live the way Christ lives. Mm. Somebody going to get that. Those who fall asleep are still alive, and they live the way Christ lives. Some of us need to be concerned about that, because if you can't live the way that Christ lives in the flesh, I promise you, you're not going to live the way he lives in death. Mm. Somebody, that's a shout right there. That's right. That means you need to start reading your word more. You need to start seeking the Lord more. You need to start going before Jesus more. You need to start spending time with the Father more. You need to start praising more. You need to start rejoicing more. You need to accept the resurrected master into your life. Amen. Hallelujah. The greatest news in all the world is that God and his son are most glorified. And they're most glorified in you when you are most satisfied in them. And to make that true, God raised his son Jesus 
from the dead to reign forevermore. In raising him from the dead, he gave us forgiveness and glorified Jesus as the all-sufficient forgiver. In raising him from the dead, he gave us a friend to count on and glorified Jesus as utterly reliable. In raising him from the dead, he gave us guidance and unchanging truth and glorified Jesus as the absolute foundation for truth and righteousness. Hallelujah. In raising him from the dead, he gave us life that is not pitiable but enviable, a ministry that is not in vain but fruitful and glorified Jesus as the source and goal of all life and all ministry. In raising him from the dead, he gave us everlasting joy that will not be ended by death and glorified Jesus as the author of life, the victor over death, and the first fruits of the resurrection of those who have fallen asleep. Hallelujah. Therefore, I urge you with all my heart this morning to lift up your hearts and say, with choirs on earth, say, with choirs in heaven, Worthy is the lamb that was slain and hath redeemed us to God by his blood to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. Worthy is the lamb who got up from the grave. Hallelujah, God, with all power in his hand. Worthy is the lamb who has bestowed upon us the gifts of of the resurrection hallelujah god worthy is the lamb who has given us the ability to walk in the power thereof amen amen and amen the six gifts of the resurrection hallelujah god but as i started i begun with telling you that these six gifts only mean something for those who have a relationship with God through Christ Jesus. But you can have these six gifts if you do not have them this morning. Christ can rise up in you today just as he did over 2,000 years ago. That's what I love about God's word, that it is present tense, future tense, and past tense all at the same time. Yes, God rose from the grave Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus rose Christ from the grave. And yes, in 19, I would say about hmm, 73 or 4, Christ rose up in my life to a point that I was able to understand Christ for myself. And today, in 2001, this resurrection celebration morning, Christ can rise up in your life if you are willing to accept him if you are willing to accept the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah, God. And if that is you this evening, it is very simple. You just come to Christ in faith and believing and trusting, and you say this prayer with me. You just say, Father God, I accept the gift of your son, Jesus. I accept him laying his life down for me. And more importantly, I accept the gift of his resurrection. Hallelujah, God. I ask him to come into my life right now. I ask him to forgive me of my sins even right now. Hallelujah. I ask him to begin to make me new right now, starting with the first gift of the resurrection, the forgiveness 
of my sins. Hallelujah, God. I ask him into my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And then you just tell somebody, according to God's word, if you believe it in your heart and confess it out out of your mouth, then you are saved. You don't have to wait until worship service. You can call somebody on the phone right now and say, hey, I gave my life to Christ. As soon as you make that confession out of your mouth, according to God's word, you are saved, and we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We encourage you to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. Until then, we are praying for you here at Purpose Kingdom Network. You can join in with us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. You can follow our social media pages to find out how to follow us. But know that most importantly, there are six gifts that we get, not only six, But there starts off with six gifts that we get through the power of the resurrection. And again, for those of you who this was just a reminder for, remember what it felt like when you first walked into your gift and walk in the power thereof. For those of you who did not even know you had these gifts, accept these gifts of God and walk in the power thereof. And for that soul that gave their life to Christ by faith this morning, who has allowed Christ to rise up in their soul, we say welcome to the kingdom and walk in the power thereof. Father God, we thank you for this word this morning. We thank you for your resurrection power. We thank you for the prayers that went forth, Father. We thank you for the scripture reading, for the songs, Father. We thank you, Father God, for just the ability to come together in remembrance of all that you have done for us, all that you are doing for us, Father. We ask, Father God, that as we leave from this place, yet never your presence, Father, that we carry the joy of the Lord with us, that we carry your will, your word, your love to the Father the reaches wherever you will have us to go, that we will be willing epistles and witnesses of your love to all we come in contact with on this resurrection morning, that we show the resurrection power of Jesus Christ to all that we come in contact with. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, everyone, for joining in with us this morning. We know that we love you with the love of Christ. God bless you, and we will see you tomorrow evening. Be blessed. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose.